pimp's love is very different from that of a square. I love America. Gotta love it. Everyone loves food and air and Matt Damon. But that's about it, probably. He loves the cock. Thank you for listening to Hog Story, where I've been spending the better part of an afternoon battling my arch nemesis, Microsoft Windows. I'm Fletcher. And where we keep a log of all of the eggnog, I'm Carolyn Blaney. say that it's lit now yeah it is we got a live item tag everybody hitting all the points man nailing it we're just nailing it yes there's a live item tag right now it even shows custom live art yes very cool i love it pat yourself on the back fletcher i love it great job i had nothing to do with it, honestly. I just uh, filled in the the retard form and hit go, pretty much. Uh, you can you think, did uh, it. You I can didn't. Think the guy that made the plug Good in. for you. <laughs> the guy that made made the uh, podcaster namespace plugin there. Uh, well, you made it easy, just like that. Lehman Creations over there. Yeah. Well, thanks. Shout out Lehman Creations. Podcast namespace WordPress Whoop. plugin. Yeah. It's got a live item tag. We're, and, uh, we're live item tagging and podcasting 2.0-ing right now. This is Hog Story, episode 329. I'm so fine. And this is Monday. It is a Monday. December 5th, 2022. Monday. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So, we have... Uh, we got a question. We have a voicemail and we have a question. Yeah. Um, so we want to know what is in the basement. You leave us a voicemail, 430-201-4841. And let us know what's in the basement. I know I know. there's going to be some answers in that voicemail. There are. I'm looking forward to it. And it's looking forward to you. Looking Good. Looking forward to it. Excellent. That's that's the way I, that's the way I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, um, if you're listening live. Sorry about the delay. I really am. I was trying. You probably heard me trying. I was very frustrated how much my trying led to nothing. You were trying, and and we and I I read some poetry. I played some drums. Got muted. I uh. I got muted. Just the drums. Well, honestly. Well, 
Well, thanks, and thank you for everybody for downloading this episode. I thought you were going to thank me for muting you. I'm going to make you go inside your boy. Oh, cool. We got ourselves uh, a Boostagram. That's a Boostagram sound. Custom Boostagram sound. Custom Boostagram sound. Thanks to the pocket operator and its cool little sync modes. And, uh, yeah. That's right. Being able to be sanked. Who, who, who did that? Who, who did that? Oh, yeah. Very cool. Oh, it was, uh, well, Boosty Steed. Boosty Steed. She says, you are the poet laureate of the smoker. That's 3,333 sats for that poetry there. Oh, thank you, Booly Steed. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I I read that from uh, uh, our episode uh, when uh, the Fletcher and Blaney's uh, poetry music jams and poetry slams episode that we did after No Agenda. And and for the threes, uh, Boosty Steed, I'll give you this. He looked at my brain. It's equal on three parts. Oh, I love it. That's great. I, I've got I've got a beer. I, I'm, Ooh, so do I. I'm ex- I'm excited to tell you about it. I bought I bought this beer because um, it's it's Christmas time and it, they give a they give us you get swag you get mm. swag or extra alcohol <laughs> with your with when with your beer beer buying so I got a toque with this so this is Railway City wow and this is called Twice Checked Winter Spice Dale so I guess Twice Checked if you're naughty or nice. I'm gonna open. I'm gonna open up this beer and see if I'm naughty or nice. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm having uh, well the envy of Canada Coors Banquet. Oh, I'm so envious of your Coors Banquet right now. The ceremonial um, cracking of a beer. Nice. And and this is a winter spiced ale. And oh, what um, is it spiced with? Winter. Uh, it's uh very. I haven't tasted it yet, but it's a. Uh, Water, malted barley hops, yeast, ginger, cinnamon, allspice. What is allspice? Ooh. Um, it's brown sugar, fancy molasses, vanilla extract. Contains Ooh. barley. That's excellent. And then there's then the, on the other side here, it says, make a list and check it twice. Have you been naughty or have you been nice? With spicy gingerbread, cookie, and vanilla. This handcrafted ale goes perfect with fresh fallen snow. Ooh, I should have drank this when we have fresh fallen snow. We haven't seen snow in a few weeks now. So Hold on, I'm coming. Oh wow. Really taste the ginger and ginger and the it's like it's like a gingerbread man just uh dissolved itself into a can and I opened it and I drank it. Oh yeah. It's, it's pretty good. I like how they they labeled that yeast instead of the uh, ingredient formerly known as con, Kanye or Con Yeast West. Oh yeah, Con Yeast West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Con Yeast West. <laughs> You're giving me Nick Collar. <laughs> oh, that's well, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you want to? Oh. We could thank some uh, executive producers for this episode. Oh yeah, we got we got some executive producers uh, to thank. Uh, we always want to thank uh, Nodebit, 
If you are listening, if you were listening live, uh, the show is all thank it. Well, it's all thanks to Nodebit, and uh, um, and if you are uh, in in the IRC chat or a Discord channel, um, and you see uh, the bots, Chad and Stacy, Chad. does uh, does your weather uh, karma um, the fuck my life? Uh, you can dot press. You can uh, put uh, input uh, dot fml and and it will uh, retrieve uh, fuck my life store. Would be justice uh, from, for Chad from Reddit and uh, also uh, we've got we've got uh, Stacy who relays uh, the Discord channel. Uh, so if you're on Discord and you you're you're not on IRC, you can see both IRC and Discord because uh, uh, Stacy is relaying that chat as well as uh, relaying the boostergrams. So we can see your boostergrams right here in the in the chat. Um, so if you are um, uh, if you, if you do have a podcasting 2.0 compliant app, you can go ahead and send us a boostergram uh, w- with your with your sats and a and a little message, and we'll be able to to read it. Uh, they're always very exciting, and we always get we always have a custom uh, sound. So mm-hmm. it so be sure to you'll you'll hear the custom sound. It's always going to be different. Very exciting, very hot, very innovative. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Void Zero. Uh, for his uh, continued support uh, of this show, he he uh, helped us get the show up off the ground from the very from the very beginning. Uh, so we always want to want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Void Zero. Uh, thank you for your patience and your kindness. Um, thank and, you guys uh, for we, your sponsorship. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I think we had a, a boostergram come in uh, before uh, before the show. Uh, also. Um, I, I believe it was a C Brooklyn one twelve. Um, seeing if I have that I had a telegram open and I didn't. Oh my goodness! Um, let me see here. <laughs> it was oh, and we sorry we had one from C, Hey Citizen uh, as well as uh, C Brooklyn. Uh, so Hey Citizen comes in with sixty nine sixty nine sats, and he says, "I'm not telling you what's in the basement, but if you want a clue." By pressing down on a special key, it plays a little melody. I like that rhyme. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. I'll uh, I'll give him one of these. All I do is eat ass in 69 Nintendos, bro, every day. And we also got uh, 6,543 sats from C Brooklyn 112. That's an interesting number. And he says, lit is the shit. Sure is. That's, sure that's right. It is. He's probably boosting us from it. From the it looks like he's boosting us from CurioCaster with the live tech. I assume it isn't. Oh yeah, very uh, cool. That's so. That's so. That's very cool. It's very exciting. Um, I'm I'm very excited about the show being lit with the live item tag. Um, and we have uh, any any PayPal coming in? I didn't see anything, or I didn't check. I should say. Oh, yeah. Um, one second was just trying to uh get this uh for for the boostgram that said lit is the shit go all ape shit throwing poop at the walls <laughs> well that's pretty funny yeah, I, I like that, that. <laughs> it's uh that's what you call an old-fashioned mud puddle <laughs> and yes um 
Well, we had two uh, two monthly donations coming in. Oh, uh, the first one is the is uh, ten hogaroos from none other than cold acid. The cold acid of acids. I know cold acid. He does a show called Rare Encounter with Abel Kirby every Wednesday at seven p.m. Eastern. Uh, RareEncounter.net. It looks like somebody's holding Uranus. Yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, thank you, cold acid. These nipples are made for milking, and that's just what they'll do. And one of these days, these nipples will squirt all over you. He's very musical. Very. Thank you, cold acid. Very nipply. (laughs) Fuckity fuckball tits. (laughs) And uh, also, uh, Kilo Sierra. Kilo Sierra. They came in with Very five nice. hogger roots. Oh, thank you, Kilo Sierra. Very much indeed. That's also a monthly uh, donation. So, and um, well, I'll give you this: five, six, seven, eight. Beat your meat with a roller skate. Beat your meat. Beat your meat. Love it. Yeah, just in case you didn't know that you should have been beating your meat <laughs> with a roller skate. Yeah, you know, like, whatever. I mean... That's pretty pretty specific. It is. I mean, there's all sorts of things you could do. Uh, you could... Uh, I beat my meat into a cup. Oh, my goodness. Hey, some people are into it. You know what I'm into? No. Voicemails. Oh. Hit me with a voicemail! Well, uh... Wasn't quite ready for all that. Uh... But... I'll get ready. Okay. I'll find where the voicemail thing is in my new layout. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you can always leave us the answer to the question, what is in the basement? Yeah, what's in the basement? By uh, calling this number. You're hurting me! Yeah, hit that. Yeah! Hit that. Call it direct, call it collect, but But call it today! What you want to do, you want to call it today? Yeah, call it today. Rumor has it. Actually, it's not rumor. I looked outside. It's going to stay snowy, bitch! Yeah, snowy! Bitch. Yeah. That's exciting. That sounded like Lisa Bimrose. It did sound like Lisa Bemrose. We hadn't heard from her in a while. Thanks for calling, Lisa. Yeah, it's great to hear from you, Lisa. Oh, I'm so glad. Wonderful. Me too. I'm glad you're getting snow. We have not seen snow in a f- uh, maybe a month. Probably a month. Really? Yeah. It's been it's been just cold. Well, it's been actually pretty warm, but today is very very cold, and uh, it would have been nice to have some snow. Well, today it was, it started off cloudy, it got sunny, so. It's sunny, bitch. (laughs) And that's Ryan Bemrose. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's time for another voicemail. I think so, too. Hey, Sakura, what time is it? Time to stop being poor, bitch. You're hurting me! (laughs) Wham! Call it direct, call it collect, 
but call it today. And they did. What's in the basement? Yeah. I'm yes. in the basement. Ah. Hi. <laughs> so am I. It's cold acid. And I, I am acid. indeed in the basement, sitting at my battle station computer from which I podcast Rare Encounter. Except for rare instances where it might be done at my kitchen table, as uh, uh, Carolyn knows so well. Yes. Anyway, yes. The basement is for me and my computer. Gross. And it's cozy down here. Adios. 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 That was a really funny episode uh, with all three of y'all doing a live oh. in-person rare encounter. Oh, thank you. We yeah. had a we had a lot of fun. Yeah. I could tell. It, yeah. It was a lot of fun. And and Cold Acid's uh basement with this podcasting station looks very cozy. We weren't down there. We uh I I took took a look see. But uh we the, the kitchen table was was a lot of fun. Mm. We assembled and deassembled and it was a lot it was great. It was show. baffling. <laughs> it was uh, episode one, two, three. If if you want to want to hear it, oh yeah, it was. It's pretty darn, pretty darn good. Did you send oh, me any you. clips that I missed or anything? No, I did not. No. Uh, I think that was all from the PayPal's. Oh, okay. Just cold acid and uh, Kilo Sierra. Oh, very nice. Well, thank you, thank you for your support. And if you do get value from this show. Um and and uh, you want to Lena, give value back send and people some money so they can stay on the air. How can you do that? Visit our website. You may and use our listening it. portal. Oops. <laughs> it belongs to you. Please share your ideas and concerns with us. I really look forward to hearing your views. So we need to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call up and tell them that you want to keep this station on the air. You won't go to hell if you send money. We believe that as long as people are spending this kind of money, they're entitled to know what they're getting. And you're getting this show. I'll I'll use use my my credit credit card. card. That's a real good idea. You know, stick it on your card. Leave me a big box of cash. Diamonds or gold or even real estate. Okay, I just had to get all that out because I took the time to make that kit. (laughs) Nice. I took all the time to make it. Oh, and I can even fix that clip of uh, uh, the... Um... How can you do that? Visit our website. <laughs> oh, there we go. And that's all it plays. Instead of the... Ah. Use our listening portal. Yeah, use our listening portal. Um, well, um, well, hold on. I derailed on. you. I got something to show you. What you got? Well, I have a couple of stories that are they're local and they are interesting to me. Um, so the Girl Guides of Canada, which is a which is kind of like the Girl Scouts, mm. you know, I guess in in uh, in America. Um, but we have Girl Guides of Canada, and there's different different levels. It's different of, than the Girl Guys of Canada. <laughs> sure, that's coming up. She goes um, it. <laughs> is he really? I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> well. So, so the Girl Guides of Canada. There's, there's three, three different uh, levels. There's the Sparks, which are, which for young, the for girls who are, I think it's between 
four and six or something, uh, ages four and six years old, and then the brownies, which is uh, uh, six to six to nine. Six oh, to they have brownies too. Years. Yeah, they got brownies too. That, Just that's like the girls. That's a group. Is yeah. that really, really? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I think so. That, I do believe the uh, the young girls in the Girl Scouts are brownies. <gasps> okay. So that's where that must be because uh, I've been trying to figure out where they got this from. And oh, then well, this is where uh, they got it from. Go all ape shit throwing poop at the walls. Uh, I see. And then and then the the older girls, I think it would be like 10 to 12 years old is is um, is a girl guides. And then there's Pathfinders and there was another there's another group. But anyway, um, the girl guides of Canada want to are are asking its members to vote on two name options to rename the brownies program from to either comets or embers and uh um so of course there's a, well there's a, a twitter um quest uh, there's a twitter notification the from yeah yeah i know i thought it was weird too i when i was when i was a girl i was in brownies and i was in the girl guides Oh yeah, um, so uh this is a color brown house. We are color brown fans under this roof. I thought it was interesting that their Twitter um that that the on Twitter you couldn't reply to that um to that notification. Of course about not. about these two uh names. And no. of course they want to they want to ch- they're saying that uh some some black Canadians, indigenous residents, uh, people of color have chosen to skip this program to 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 delay joining because of the name. Oh bullshit! I don't, I don't know if that's true. Pants back on. It's not. I don't. Because I don't think that's true. Is definitely happening. They're just trying to make it. They're just trying to make an excuse to to change a a program name that has that has always been around. Uh, I like. Uh, what it's like almost thirty years that I was the, I was in that. So, um, I, I that's interesting that uh, that. That's what it's called in in the United States with the mm-hmm. Girl Scouts. So um, I mean, they could have changed the name. I don't know. I don't. It's not like that's not something I keep up with or anything. Yeah, I I just saw this news article and I thought it was I thought it was interesting because I was in Brownies and Girl Guides. Those are some good Browns. <laughs> um, Changing I also, the name uh, to to what? Sparkle Motion. <laughs> to uh embers or comets which is interesting because the first because the uh, the earlier group you would be in would be in would be sparks so you're wearing pink shirts and your sparks you go from you could go from sparks to to a comet or sparks to embers yes makes more sense possibly yeah but i but it's not tradition i was trying to figure out where the where it came from, where brownies came from. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I just have I'm that sure Bruce Springsteen song in my head now. He can't start a fire. I'm sure somebody out there who's the listening to the sparks. show um, may may already know where that where it came from. So I, I'd be interested to know. Uh, Carolyn at hogstory.net. Uh, let me know. I'd love to because uh, Wikipedia is no help I'll leave at a all. Four three zero four three four one. Yeah. Very nice. Um, I, I have another. Oh, I have another see, in story. In the U.S., it's oh, sorry, it's go ahead. six levels for the Girl Scouts. 
You got Daisy, Brownie, Junior, Cadet, Senior, and then Ambassador. Oh, okay. Mm. And they earn a triangular-shaped Brownie Leadership Journey Award and a National Proficiency Badge. Wow. Yeah, so it's got Sparks, Brownies, Guides, uh, Pathfinders, Rangers, and Adults. Adults? That's a whole other thing. No, it says the origins is in um, the British Girl Guides. Oh, okay. So, uh, I guess that's where Canada gets theirs as well. Brownies. Yes. Originally called Rosebuds. <laughs> and I wonder what was wrong with Rosebuds. Well, because... Uh, uh, probably because Rosebud is another name for... Um, it was an honor to pick your dingleberries. Oh, really? Sure. Okay. So I've heard little rosebuds, little dingleberries. Oh. Huh. First organized by Lord Baden-Powell in 1914. What a time. Mm-hmm. They were first run as the youngest group in the Guide Association by Agnes Baden-Powell, Lord Baden-Powell's younger sister. His wife, Lady Olave Baden-Powell, took over responsibility of the Girl Guides. Hmm. Originally called Brownies, they were renamed by Lord Baden-Powell after the girls had complained that they did not like their name. Their name comes from a story, The Brownies, by Juliana Horatia Ewing, written in 1870. In the story, two children, Tommy and Betty, learn that children can be helpful brownies instead of lazy bogarts. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. And now you know. Now I know. They have songs. They have little songs they sing. Oh, it's a oh, promise. It's the brownie promise. So the brownie promise that we had, um, though, so pre-1994, so this would be when I was in brownies. I promised to do my best, to do my duty to God, the queen, and my country, to help other, other people every day, especially those at home. And, oh, and now there's the current promise. Okay, oh, I'll that, read the current. Is that all of it? Yeah, that was all of it. Yeah. And so, what made you, what made you to decide to uh, forsake that promise? <laughs> I forsook it. What do you Ta-ta mean? Ta-ta, there, retard. <laughs> he didn't follow proto, buddy. You're done. I think this one I I I, I follow a lot. Uh, so the brownie law: a brownie is cheerful and obedient. A brownie thinks of others before herself. Yeah. Oh, you you don't have no authority over me, bitch. <laughs> I don't think Fed Smoker was in the Boy Scouts. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's no. that's cool. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> so they're changing the name yet again because yep. Lord Baden Powell mm-hmm. was racist, obviously. They just, Who cares if he they got the can't. name from a book and it doesn't refer to anybody's skin tone at all? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to oh, rename well, the fucking like uh confection also? Yeah, probably. It's the, you know, it's it nobody reads history anymore or or wants Just to rename the color to que- dark orange then? Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to ask the questions. You know, I mean, like, if orange man is so bad then, like brown, the color brown is just dark orange. Even when I was in brownies, I, I wanted to know why would why do they call it that? And I don't remember them ever talking about where the name came from or the importance of where the name came from. None of that. 
No, none of it. Well, now we know. But now we know. See? Took a long time, but we found out. This is great. And knowing is half the battle. That's right. And, um, I, I got another story. We can talk the share. dingle off a of berry. <laughs> so hold on. I got something to show you. Okay? All right. All right. Show me. So there's this, there's a um, radio station, a uh, local, a local radio station called Nish 92.3. It's Georgina Island Radio. So it's a radio station that's off the coast here. Um, it's a local station that's broadcasted uh, from the Georgina Island, the Ch- uh, uh, Chippewas of, of Georgina. And um, it's a it's a great radio station. They play all kinds of music, um, even even indigenous music, as well as uh, they got a sweet metal um, program in, in the evening. I've never heard um, of sweet metal. How does that go? It's, Is it's that, like... Uh... Oh, I can't think of any bands at the moment. It's it's pretty Shinedown? great. Is it Shinedown? Yeah, they play all kinds of metal. It's so good. They're pretty, you know, like sweet it's, as in like, you know, chick music, sweet. <laughs> they might play chick music. It's but the sweetest metal I've ever heard. So as soon as I... I I wanted to listen to it. Now, now the stream is Skippy, and there uh, uh, we we've sent emails to them. Yeah, with no reply, mm. and and they won't answer their phone. So, um, yeah, it's GeorginaIsland.com. If you want to check it out, uh, it's super Skippy. Unfortunately, um, and I really, I I I, I thought I want to bring it up here because hopefully somebody out there listening to the show uh, also listens to niche 92.3 and wants to do something about it i think eventually we'll be able to take a ferry to the island it costs 50 dollars to get to to go take a ferry um there because it's uh it's indigenous land um it's a reserve so i can't just go there um I, i know they have like a christmas market thing going on there soon so i want to go check it out and hopefully this uh, chris big canoe who is the host of this of this uh, radio station will be there and i could say like jiggle the handle something um, something because it is jittery skippy yeah just turn down your bit rate that you're sending out man yeah yeah it don't gotta exactly. be uh, like a 128 or nothing put it down to 93 or whatever it is Maybe they changed it. Even. It probably is like it's not. Maybe it's not matching. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. That's probably. Uh, that's probably busting out of there like three hundred twenty. You know, kbps or something. But it doesn't. It could be like be a Windows update. Like what if they got a Windows so it's giving update? Giving me all my shit. That could be giving the indigenous radio station its shit too. Yeah. Yeah. How long do you have to be in Canada to become indigenous? Or do you have to wait for a natural cataclysm to come and? Erase history first. Hmm. Not sure. But probably it's probably the latter. Perhaps. Well. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps. Well, I hope Niche Radio gets back because that is that is some that is a great radio maybe, station. Maybe it's in their basement. That's the maybe maybe it is in their basement. We we do have a question for the voicemail. Uh, what is in the basement? So uh, leave us a voicemail, 
201 4841. And, and uh, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong one, but it kind of works. <laughs> and also, Joe Biden said, Come. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. I see, it is kind of a, an odd question, uh, <clears throat> just for me, uh, me being, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, the other host here. We don't yes. have basements in the South. I mean, rarely do we have okay. basements. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, and it's for a few different reasons. Mm-hmm. The the soil here is uh, very rich in clay. Yep. Clay is not good for such things because it, the, how far it expands when it's wet and then how it contracts when it dries out. Yeah. So that's not conducive for building something uh, like a basement. Oh, no. supposed to, you know, help support a house on top of it. Not to mention the water table's very high. Oftentimes it's within less than 10 feet of the of the surface. Sometimes as little as a foot or less. So you can't really build a basement in there either because you'll either be constantly pumping the water out of your basement because you just made a, a custom concrete well under your house. Uh, they make satellite wells, but they're very expensive. So the idea is to pump or direct the water into these satellite wells so it won't go into your basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but that's expensive because you have to have all these pumps and all that kind of crap. So people just don't have basements. Yeah. And even underground storm shelters, um, they don't really last in the ground that long. They eventually float to the surface. Oh. Yeah. Because of all the soft uh, clay and the moisture and the water being so high so when you have yeah. a when you have a storm shelter shelter it's um an enclosed area that's impermeable to water so it's a it's a airtight vessel with air in it mm-hmm. and uh, air is lighter than water so when the water builds up around it it just pushes it up above the ground so yeah we don't have uh don't know, we don't have too many basements around here mm, i see but to me what's interesting are the the buildings that I know of anyway, that actually do have basements. And, uh, because like I said, with the condition of the soil and, and the groundwater, it's unusual to have basements. So when they, when they do have them, I'm like, Hmm, how'd you luck out? Most of the time they are, uh, government buildings that have these basements. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, the Gregg County Courthouse. Yep. Has an extensive basement. Two or three levels deep. Hmm. A lot of the buildings in downtown Longview have basements. Um, like I said, the courthouse has one. And it it goes on for quite a ways. And it may only be two levels deep. Um, but there's also the uh, Gregg County Historical Museum. Which used to be a bank. Basement. It's a actually a pretty cool looking building. If you if you search for just Gregg County Historical Museum, mm-hmm. it'll come up. Uh, I could. I'm coming. I'm coming. There you go. <laughs> Thanks to whoever sent the boostagram. Uh, very much appreciated. I'll uh, I'll pick a new sound. Also, let's just do that right now. Picking new sounds, arm to play. Who was it? Oh, it's Thomas Starkweather. 
Basements were critical venues for parties in college. It's where my band thrived. He says that with 5,000 sats. Oh, thank you, Tom Starkweather. Tom Starkweather. You, you probably heard the No Agenda End of Show Mix, Best Of, from, uh, I think it's 2022, is the ones where all the, the mixes were played. It was mostly Thomas Starkweather. Yes, yes. It was pretty cool. Him and Ren uh, Renato cool. Gonzalez. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Very legal. He's a talented guy. He takes great pictures. He makes cool mixes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got a flavor that I can, um, when, with his mixes, that I can always, I can always pin that it's a, a, a Tom Starkweather mix. That's pretty cool. Mm. Oh, I guess I got kicked. That's cool. Oh. I tried posting a link. I didn't. Oh. Oh, okay. It didn't work. Oh. Whoopsie. That's what I get for uh, just not looking and copy pasta. Hmm. Lame. Get on the ball, gregcountyhistoricalmuseum.org with your links and shit. Oh. It was my bad. It was a terrible thing. Terrible thing that I did. <laughs> uh, tell us more about, uh, about, about maybe this. Maybe I will, uh, maybe building. I won't. No, maybe All I right. won't. Uh, just the interesting fact that it has um, a large basement. It's the entire footprint, and probably further, uh, is the entire footprint of the building itself. It's one of those where, you know, I don't know how, um, how in depth you've, you've looked into, uh, all this mud flood talk and stuff like that. All this alternate oh. history type thing. Uh, Probably, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, one of their sticking points is, um, or not sticking points, just one of the things they always bring up is these these basement levels. I'm coming. I'm coming. Somebody else did, yes. That's 10,000 <laughs> sats from Ned Ned. He says, I want to put my staircase in your basement. Done. <laughs> nice. Done. Go right ahead. Anytime. Maybe it's one of those rolling staircases so he can like put it in someone else's basement too. I just don't want to be sloppy seconds. Oh, he, he wants to spread that staircase around. You must release the almighty bunghole! <laughs> to all the different basements out there. For sure. Come up and come down into the basement. Yeah, come up and come down to the basement. Yeah. But it does. This uh, The basement level of the Gregg County Historical Museum, the windows, they're like half windows. Oh, yeah, okay. But inside, they're full windows. Ah, uh, yes. So, why build a building with full windows only to bury them halfway on the outside? <laughs> Rather strange. Uh, and it's got these nice uh, granite pillars in front of it. It's a typical old bank building. And the, um, well, the Gregg County Courthouse, I mean, it's... Uh, that one didn't really trigger right. I'm going to get Shine was pretty tired. He's pretty tired there. I'll remember that one. 26,969 sets. That's uh, from the Boobles. Booberry. Oh, 36,969. That's what I said. What did I say? 
I thought I, you thought you said twenty six. Oh, oh, thirty six thousand nine hundred sixty nine sats from Booberry Peekaboo Berry, and his note says experts familiar with the matter say experts familiar with the matter say about the lit, the lit, the live item tag that that. Oh, it's my fault. I have it going to the wrong place. So it was trying oh. to trigger the uh, the doohickles again. Oh, okay. I bet. I'll just have to save it and then play it. Mm. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and do that. Um, distraction. Why won't it show me my... There we go. It wasn't showing me my drive. The oh. correct drive. Let's uh, Let's get that. From Booberry. She's perfect and she's beautiful and <laughs> stunning and brave. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, technologically genius, and hella useless. Uh, that was uh, 3,333 from Bully Steed. My basement was a practice space for R.E.M. and Scott McGaughy, touring member. Oh, hey, that's cool. Oh, nice. That's pretty fun. Oh, yeah. R.E.M. lost their religion, didn't they? They, they did. And drank they a did. bunch of Orange Crush. <laughs> that's very cool. Thank you for the boosts. Yeah, thank you for the boosts. I love Very bully steed. Very nice. And let's uh, uh, get a couple more picked out there and armed and, and ready just in case. So, the other interesting building down there mm -hmm. is yep. also a bank. Oh, yeah. Banks are so interesting. They got and they gargoyles and well, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and Longview is a... Uh, Relatively small town, 90,000 people. Yeah. Uh, and this is the tallest building there. It's, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten stories, plus a little, it used to be a restaurant up on top. I'm not sure if it still is. I want to see if there are any pictures from the street level right in front of it. Of course not. Why would there be? And that's where the interesting stuff is. I'm like... Giant granite blocks. And I mean giant. It's not a facade either, like a small or, or thin sheets of granite over over brick or something. These are huge granite blocks. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not a lot, but it's all the bottom tier of this building. And there are strange statues, like these angelic um, type type things they kind of look like angels they kind of look like gargoyles also oh yeah and um this bank because it was built in the 50s or 60s i honestly don't remember it has a nuclear fallout shelter <laughs> and so that's nice nice yeah it's uh i've never been in there never had any business being in there but it's uh, it's still interesting, and it's got little tiny windows at the basement level too. I guess so. Yeah. You know, so you can get light down in there into your nuclear fallout shelter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Um. 
No view, no pictures from the front of the building where all the interesting shit is. Oh, yeah. It's just all the same pictures from a distance. Of course. Why would it be? <laughs> uh, let's try looking for another thing. Statues. Nope. Yields nothing. I guess nobody has really paid attention to them. They are kind of tucked back, like, under this awning, almost. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe this is, like, one of those uh, things that you, I think you need boots on the ground. You need to take go down there and take some pictures. Yeah, I, I do. I need to go down there and take the pictures myself, since nobody else will. I just find it interesting that the, the whole uh, front of the facade, mm -hmm. or not facade, the whole front is these granite blocks is not a facade. They're just all on the basement level, but you can tell on the corners how big they are. Yeah, that, that they're, yeah. They're blocks. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, structural support, sure. You know, whatever mm -hmm. reason they have. Mm -hmm. There's also a nuclear fallout shelter. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Yeah, it's That's got the neat, neat, you know, typical nuclear uh, placard out there. Yeah. Uh, that just says fallout shelter. It, it doesn't tell you where <laughs> in uh -huh, the building. Yeah. It's, it's a secret, everybody. Yeah, it's on the side of the building, you know, and it's a bank. So the side door is perpetually locked. <laughs> so in case of nuclear explosion, tough titty. Yep. Hey, but they had to advertise to the public that it's there, so we all know, yeah. We all know we're left out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know. Like, I think it's uh, it's uh, that time that we pass over the uh, No Agenda stream. Is it already? Wow, it is, yeah. Good, we want to yeah. do that for the lovely guys over at Behind the Schemes. That's right. Yeah, it sounds like, sounds like it's a special episode. Oh, of yeah. uh, behind behind the schemes, uh, check it out. Uh, we love you, Booberry. Have a great night. Enjoy. It's going to be a fun show. Looking oh, well, forward to it. Every episode of their show is special. It is special. Oh yeah, I don't think he's with uh, Lavish tonight. But oh oh okay, flying yeah. solo. Wow, hello, Kizabo, how you doing? It's a uh, it's a special episode. So I, have I'm a great night. Thanks, guys. That's the cue to take it over. Over to you, Booberry. There we go. Here we Good. Go. Mm -hmm. Seamless. Probably. Seamless. Who wouldn't make yep. out with those two guys? That's you know? what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> Stroking their pocket watches until completion. <laughs> yes. And um, well, why don't we play some voicemails and I'll get into to more about weird basement shit I've, I've found. Oh, cool. Um, I, do you want to hear a poem or do you want, do you want to do voicemails? Are you going to... Is it a Vogon poem? <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> okay, do you, do you want to give me some music? Oh. Do you want to give me some poem music? Oh. Mm. I, uh, Otherwise, I'll bring the drum out. Do you want me to bring the drum out? I mean, the drum might want you to. Let me, let me get it. I'll, uh, okay, I wasn't okay. prepared okay. for the need of... Uh, you know, music. Poem and music? Such. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I do have my Vogan poetry voice on, though. Uh, you do, yes, yes. yes. Mm. Do you have a monocle on? You sound like you have a monocle on. Indeed, I do, madam. Oh, good. Mm, yes, of course. 
it's, it's, uh, I'm glad you have your monocle on. It is required. Excellent. The prerequisite monocle. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, just on short notice, uh, this is a... Uh, <laughs> short mon- notice monocle. Uh, no, it's a short notice um, song. Ah, yes, it is. Poetry. It is quite. Yes, uh, to my poetry. You begin, and I'll, I'll start the music. Okay. There is the house. The house has many levels. So many stairs. So many. So many stairs. There really should be an elevator. If I had an elevator, here are the buttons. Buttons that says two gets you to the bedrooms where the magic happens. G, G stands for ground. It gets you to the kitchen for dinner and the front door. B. B, you're down. B, you're all the way down. B means you're down. Down in the basement. Thank you. Oh, jolly good, yes. Yes, jolly, jolly good. Indeed. Yeah. I think, did you uh, like my poem? Oh, I did, actually. And uh, oh, I think you thank need you. this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. That was very nice. It was. Thank you. Now hit me with the voicemail. Oh. And also. I don't remember where I put it. Ah, there we go. Uh, you gotta call this number, though. Joe Biden said, come, and most of them come with a phone number. What's in the basement? Whoa. Uh, obviously, it's Carolyn. It is, yes, uh, that's right. In her podcasting studio. Indeed. also a bedroom, too. No, it's not. The details are a little bit vague on there. <laughs> uh, we also know it's a, in the basement is a... Podcasting studio slash quarantine room because That's her true. family was feeding her sliced deli meat and whatnot underneath the door. Ah, I'm not really true. sure how the bathroom situation works because we don't know if oh. there's a bathroom in the no basement. door you see around. Um, there is a bathroom. Make it your bathroom. I do believe she said there was a small window, so I don't know if you have to like kind of like hike up. Of and, hope. I'm not really sure how that works bathroom-wise. Um, you got to, like, <laughs> pump it out situation. I'm not really sure. Yeah, this is um, called a siphon. Uh, a basement. Um, I mean, clearly, chilly lights and a lava light. Chilly lights. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but uh, what else? Um, you know, maybe just some cables. There's probably oh, there's, 
the basement. So many cables, and I still need more cables. That's buried deeper in the basement. So we're not going to only probably actually in the basement. It's like below the basement. Oh yes, uh, it is below the basement. The basement floor. Yes, per se. Per se is probably not the right word, but <laughs> you know that's where it really is. It's, it's down underneath. If you were to dig up the basement, there would be something there. Yeah. Um, a hot water heater, by chance, would be in the basement. Hmm. If I ever lived in a house with a basement, it would be cool. It's pretty Not cool. Not only physically, but just kind of cool. Probably physically, too. Um, but it depends. Like, you know, at least she's got some lights. <laughs> yes. Um, there are lights. Actual, like, maybe sunlight that can get through versus, like, pitch black. A little bit. It's much better with, uh, with some light. Also in the basement... Probably an area with some junk. Tons, you know, yes. There's a whole tables, room. Those just things that that we accumulate as people and don't get rid of. Because maybe someday we'll need this. <laughs> and then we do not. But sometimes we do. And, you know, probably like some Christmas stuff. Cause, you know, yeah. Unless you got an attic. Oh, basement oh, no. like a good place for it. It is. But here we shall stop. And we shall just say that I love you guys, that you should stay dangerous, and whether or not you're in a basement or in an attic or in <laughs> the areas between, say caca! Dot net. Caca! Thank you for Christopher Battles. Christopher. Thank you. Thank you, Christopher Battles. And, and uh, he's right about the cables. Uh, I have uh, so many RCA cables. Like, in a box. That's all I have. If you need RCA cables, uh, call 430-201-4841. So many RCA cables. Shit! I don't even know why I have so many. Fletcher, why do I have so many? Why, that was almost quotable. Yep. Because you always need more cables. That's true. But that many RCA cables? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. There, I, I bought so new many. cables and they came in the mail today. Oh, that's cool. Are they RCA cables? Because I could have just mailed it's, those uh, to you. It's three and a half millimeter on one end oh. stereo to yeah. dual RCA. Oh, okay. And then also a um, just a stereo cable, uh, three and a half millimeter on each side. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Sakura, what time is it? Time to stop being poor, bitch. We we did have a, a we did have a couple of boostergrams talking about bands that um, that performed in basements. Um, there's a, a a very famous uh, the band uh, their their album the Basement Tapes, oh, yeah. which was recorded at this place called Big Pink, which was a house um, that uh, that they. Played uh, that they played in, and apparently you can rent out this place. So I, I dropped this in the chat. Uh, it's big like pink rental. Foamy. It's pretty cool. I don't know if they'll let you have foam in there, but oh. it it looks pretty sweet. I and I like sweet. it's an unfinished basement, and it it looks like a lot of fun. They probably big, have big pink. Sounds like um, you know, some. The corporate takeover of uh, feminism. <laughs> it might have been a bit, but the, the building.
building is is pink on the outside. That's that's why it's called that. Oh, and the other's pink on the inside. And it's <laughs> it looks like a uh, an unfinished basement on the inside. <laughs> um, Japanese uh, brains exited. Japanese heads. And, and I I posted some some photos. There's lots of chairs and some carpeting and a guy playing sitar. Mm. And it looks like a lot of record of uh, of uh, microphones. It looks like the perfect place we could record a live episode of Hog Story. How cool would that be? Rent out Big Pink where the band played, and then we record Hog Story there. I don't know. That's just a, that's just an idea. I'd rather do it be. in a theater. Oh, in the theater. Yeah. Well, we could do it in the theater. Cool. See it. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, but I, I thought that was fun. Um, yeah, no, and that's pretty neat. And uh, another, another uh, uh, Tom Schultz who got his start. Who he he's a me original member of Boston. Boston. Uh, he, yeah, and he played. He started playing in in the basement. That's where they recorded so, their first album. It's pretty cool. The whole time lying to his record company saying oh no we're in a studio in california trust us <laughs> yeah it's like they'll never know <laughs> yeah in reality he was spending his time uh you know inventing the the guitar preamp that everybody uses in multi-effects guitar pedals nowadays you know, like line six or whoever wants to make them boss roland uh digitech any of those all from an invention of, from tom schultz because he was, um, you know, spending his time recording yeah. that album, doing that. And then in his spare time, he was uh, watching for samurai coming to steal this shit. <laughs> Which is yeah, probably a full-time job, too. Probably. For sure. Yeah, I kind of forgot that that was done in the basement. Thanks for bringing that up. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool I, I was stuff. trying to think Neat of another stuff. slick stuff. Yeah, <laughs> slick stuff. I was trying to f figure out another band that that started that started in a basement. I I thought I heard it was Depeche Mode that started in their mother's basement. Mm. But you know, but I was trying to find an interview where they were talking about that. I don't think I know. I don't have to think that. Zappa and his bands didn't start in a basement, but they did eventually move to the basement of his house. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, well, that house recently sold. Oh, wow. That's Yeah, I cool. know. With a basement Whoa. made wow. to be a recording studio. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck was Frank Zappa? See, that's what I need. That's what I need is a basement that's made for sound. I don't think this room is really made for sound. I oh, mean, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I need some like carpeting in here. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a noise gate, so that helps. True. But it's still roomy in here. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Yes. But that's okay. That's okay. I mean, it's to be expected. It is a room. Still. Well, I mean. Hey, that sounds like shit. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find um, clips of um, 
him talking about his basement. Oh, okay. No such luck. I do have clips of him talking about CNN from his basement, but he doesn't mention the basement. Oh, so he's doing it. He's doing an CNN interview f- with somebody and he's and CNN's on the TV. So oh. he stops and gets distracted by the news because it's oh. during the first uh the first Iraq war, Desert Storm. Mm. That's when they televised it. Uh, and they did that. all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. That they did. But no, uh, nothing about the basement. Oh. I know. Well, I mean. I'm a human being. Uh, I, like I, guess to get laid. Really, I guess they don't want to talk about where they, where they did that. Is in a basement. Nah. Oh, well. Oh, well. At least I know he was there in his basement a lot. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, spent all his time, like, remastering old recordings and, uh, and new ones, working with his synclavier. Yeah. Transposing classical music to that contraption, which was, you know, the first computerized synthesizer, which is pretty neat. And also beautiful, technologically genius and hella useless. <laughs> hella useless. Um, another voicemail. This is a shorty. Hey, move the voicemail. Dot net. <laughs> Wrong one. I'm not used to where my buttons are. Uh, where are they? Oh, there they are. Joe Biden said come. And most of them come with a phone. Get that, son. <laughs> Wham. <laughs> Joe and Biden most said, of them come with a phone number. Whoa. You're hurting me! Yeah! Hurting me, too. <laughs> Sounds like that caller got hit with a voicemail. Did sound like it, yeah. Is that what happened? Because I didn't hear anything else. That's, that's four seconds of uh, pain. Oh. Oh, dear. Caller. He's just beating his kids again. Maybe you have to, maybe caller is uh, just give us a call. I'm, I'm worried now. I'm concerned. Hey, this hurts. Yeah, I'm concerned. The caller is hurt. Want to know? Oh, well. When I fingered him, it hurt his feelings again. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> we can do another one. Okay. Hit me with a voicemail. Oh. Uh, carefully, I guess, so there's I'm not hitting yeah. anybody but you. <laughs> Genji's just beating his kids again. What's in the basement? You yeah. mean... Yes. Besides me? Yeah. Yeah. I moved down into the basement because I got tired of being in the hot summer heat. Uh-huh. And then uh, I didn't move back upstairs. So oh. I am down in the basement with a nice couple of uh, buffet tables with uh, about four laptops. Yeah. Cool. And a, uh, uh, a what, what is this, a lateral file cabinet that I bought, which I thought would be handy, but uh, actually really never used. Oh. Got an old love seat with a... Uh, Stains? Bunch of clean laundry on it. Oh, nice. Uh, got a, here's a, here's a mouse. Wireless Mobile 4000. Still in the box. Oh. Just in case. Hopefully it doesn't get caught in the trap. Uh, here is a uh, power supply. 
Ooh, hello, Power uh, Supply. With a magic marker written on it. Uh, let's see. Yeah. On one okay. side, it just says, nope. <laughs> the other side, it says, fail. Oh. Ah, okay. okay. Well, that's about enough from that pile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know Good if job. this isn't, is this really a basement? Because it's a walkout basement. I can go over to the sliding glass doors, open yes. it up, and be outside. Nice. So, uh, maybe this was all fraudulent. Hmm, ah. yes. Yes, see, that's a walkout basement. Thank you, caller. I see, okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's a walkout basement. I've always re re heard them referred to as split level. Well, there's a, that, that could be a half basement, a split level. He didn't mention the uh, the killer in his basement. We all know he's there. Here it comes, get ready to die! Oh, there's always, there's always like a murderer in, in the basement. Oh, maybe he mentions that he has a follow-up. Oh, he does. Okay, good. You know, I forgot to mention one thing of interest that is in my basement. Yes. I have four mouse traps. Hey. Ah. Little plastic snap traps. Mm-hmm. I am in the habit of checking them. That's good to check them. Because one time I forgot, and that was sad. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no. Uh, but uh, I haven't caught any mice in uh, six months. Okay, bye. Mm. Okay, that's, that's positive. Yeah, you don't have to hear the mouse screams like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or you know, like this. <laughs> that is... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a scream. Genji's just beating his kids again. Well, it, a mouse could make that sound, too. Not true, you dumb idiot. No, I heard it. I heard it before. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, I thank you, you, caller. Yes, thank you for the voicemails. It was baffling. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So, so there, there are many types of uh, basements out there. Oh, there's, yeah. um, there's, there's a, a crawl space, which, uh, which I, I remember when I was a kid, um, the house that I grew up in, there was, it, there was half of, half of the basement, you could, you could go down there and you could have a couch down there and have your records playing. And the other half of the basement was, was a crawl space. So we would... Uh, store all of our stuff under the under the crawl space or we would hide in the crawl space oh, yeah. i never liked going down there because it was pretty scary <laughs> especially yeah. if if there was no lights <laughs> oh shit yeah <laughs> oh shit yeah yeah <laughs> even even in the house we we moved into uh when i was when i was a kid it was uh um there was a crawl space on on the other side uh, of the of the basement. Um, w when when we moved into this house, uh, it was or when I was a kid. It was an unfinished basement, and then my dad finished it. So uh, for a long time, it was just like this cement floor. But we had a TV down there and one of these teak uh, couches. So you know what a teak couch is? It's like one of those um, uh, Danish uh, style couches. Hmm. And, I'll look it up. Uh, 
and we would uh we would watch we would watch re- uh, wrestling we would watch all kinds we would watch the um uh, the cable uh the cable show uh, rogers cable and uh, they had all these like hilarious uh shows on um and that was that was a lot of fun um and and i think i think i watched south park there when it first came on yeah that's that's about when when i uh or no no sorry it was probably like the early uh early years of south park i remember watching it and staying up all night um but when when the uh when the basement was finished we got uh there was an extra room my dad made for himself um so he had a room to like fall asleep in instead of falling asleep on the couch and then uh a, a um a bathroom downstairs so it was a stand-up shower and a toilet and a sink and this shower head was awesome because the shower head was coming in f- coming out from the uh from the ceiling instead of the uh, uh the side of the wall and i thought that was the best move ever because yeah, you really just cool. be is cool it's a special thing and you're just standing there and the shower the shower is coming at you straight on and you don't have to lean lean your lean your neck back or anything it was great i i and on my bedroom in that house uh was on the main floor because i wanted i wanted to be as close to the uh exit of the house as possible so the side door and the uh and the backyard door were so were near my my room so i could just like I could do what I want. I could sneak out and, (laughs) (laughs) and there were, and there was a, and then, and then there was an aunt's and then there was a, uh, a powder room bathroom, uh, right across from mine, but then there was a bathroom downstairs. So it was, that was really close. And I got to, and, and that was cool because I made, I made that my bathroom downstairs. (laughs) That was mine. Uh, but I, I enjoyed, uh, that, that was cool. Um, but you could really make, uh, a, a basement really nice it was soundproof too so the the ceiling would have that had that drop um drop ceiling stuff and it was all soundproofed which was great it worked well because the um uh, because in that in the basement that we had the laundromat um so you can close so you could be watching tv and you can close the door and then you don't even hear the washer and dryer going while you're watching tv nice yeah. yeah yeah so so that was cool so i guess that would that would be considered a i guess that would be a half basement because that house was a um a try a try level um so there's there was three levels um so there's the uh top level the um main level and then and then there was a few stairs there were like three stairs where my bedroom was and then and then the back room and then you had the uh and then you had the basement and the basement wasn't a full uh walking around basement like you had the crawl space on the other side nice that sounds like a good basement yeah yeah it was a good basement i enjoyed it <laughs> yeah as you should and now I'm in this one. There is absolutely no crawl space in this ba- in this in this house. Um, I I guess it would be a full basement because it because it's all it's the it's the entirety of the square footage of the uh, 
of the top floor of the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that this, this, uh, the space is, is like, there's like a tiny little room where I actually was podcasting in for a little bit and it was too small, way too small. I, I, and there was no window either. So it was not a good spot to podcast in or do anything in. I actually had nightmares mm. when I was, <laughs> so ah. after two or three episodes, I thought, well, one, I just moved my whole rig into a bigger room. <laughs> And then I put like all of my boxes and stuff in the tiny room and I've been happier ever since. And I cleaned up, clean, cleared out this area here where the couch is. So now I have room for, for guests, you know, guests of the show. They want to be a guest on the the show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got a guest space. Guest space. Yeah. Yeah. Guest space. Um, I, I, I need a, like a, an audience track, you know, so when the guests show up on the show, like, Oh yeah, like all the different ones, like, oh, (laughs) Oh. (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's a, then there's a hallway and then down the hallway there on the other side, there's a, there's the furnace and then, then there's the, the kitchen. There's an actual kitchen back there. The Stove doesn't work. Neither does the um, uh, the refrigerator. But there is a microwave. So hey, I hey, you know, you got a microwave, and then the stand-up shower and the toilet and the sink in there. I mean, this is cool. You know, the microwave's a little leaky. Yeah. So when it's running, you know, your guest is going to be like, "Can you feel that?" <laughs> That's, That's powerful. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's uh, there. Could there could be more windows? I I would like you know a bigger window, but who wouldn't? Y- you know, I'm not complaining. I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> oh, you know what doesn't have any windows? What? The basement at the Vatican. What? Yeah. Why would the basement at the Vatican not have any windows? Well, don't they want Jesus to peer into the Vatican and say hello? Honestly, I don't think so. Oh, really? No. Okay. Just hold on. Let me. I got something to show you here. Not. Uh, not really show you. Uh huh. But um, they've got. Well, the, there's a secret vault down there. Oh, okay. But they changed the name in 2018 or 2019. One of those two, to the Vatican's uh, private vault. It's oh, no longer a secret vault. vault. Now it's a private vault. Yeah. Of course, they tell you they have a vault. They tell you they have like 50 kilometers worth of shelving. They just don't tell you what's on the shelves. Now, you are free to go down there uh, if they let you. Of course, you know, you have to be a, a special researcher type person, not a journalist either. And no just, you know, normal ass jamoke off the street. Yeah. They have to approve you. Once they approve you, you get to look at three items a day. They could be folders, probably folders, but you don't get to pick out the folders oh okay. just like i would like three things and they're like all right here you go look at the draw oh. mm. so there's no list of like anything yeah and they're not going to hand you over anything that's too terribly interesting hmm. but uh it's also purported there's a uh a, a shrine to lucifer down there oh because they've got <clears throat> of course this is all all kept for the art of it mind you 
um, that there's a grimoire down there with magic spells in it that can apparently um, summon demons and summon Lucifer himself. And even incantations uh, to help you, you know, make a deal with the devil. Hmm. Oh, yes. And uh, images on that on the wall in that room of, of Lucifer. But it's all for the art, you know. Uh, but is it really for the art, or is it, or, or is there a, a deeper meaning to it? Um, you mean just or, like summoning Lucifer? Well, listen, um, I don't. Okay, I'm gonna just preface this by saying I, I'm not. I was not. I did not grow up in in a religious household, so um, this is a very uh, ele- like elementary question. But like, is wasn't Lucifer like like an in- an angel or yeah maybe maybe that first. maybe that's the he wasn't wrong first. no he was okay no he was he was um angel that was remarkably beautiful and uh <laughs> he uh he did all the the music and, and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and then got it in his head that uh why should he be subservient to his creator and not be his equal and god was like yeah we're not playing that how about you Make like a tree and get out of here. See. But yes. Uh, so he was an angel, but then not so much. Hmm. But they that, they do that, have you... a lot of text pertaining to Lucifer in in the Vatican's vault <laughs> and artwork, and um, you know you can say what you will. Like it's just art. It's uh, innocuous. But when you got a, a a book with straight up magic spells in it, that's a horse of a different color. You could say. Hmm. You could say that. Uh, there are all there's other things also in their basement. There's oh, yeah. this uh, interesting thing called the chronovisor that is a device that helps you peer into the past and maybe the future. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll play some of this video, and this lady calls it the the chronovisor, which is kind of funny hearing her saying like that like she's never read the word visor before in 1972 a bizarre headline appeared in an italian magazine called la domenica del Corriere. it read a machine that photographs the past has finally been invented the article gave the account of a catholic priest by the name of father pellegrino ernetti who asserted that hidden deep within the Vatican secret archives was a device which allowed its user to see and hear events from the past. Not a time machine which sent a person back in time, but rather a sort of time viewer which brought the past into the present. A device which could tune into specific events of the past and display them on a screen like some sort of time-traveling television. The device was called the Chronovisor, and with it, Ernetti asserted, he had been able to see the last days of the life of Jesus and other biblical moments, like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah and the creation of the Ten Commandments. Most astonishingly, the article included a photograph of the face of Jesus at the moment of crucifixion, which Ernetti had purportedly taken using the device, proof, it seemed, of the Chronovisor's existence and function. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if it was actually there, but it's a pretty neat concept. It is a pretty neat concept. But why but why those? Why not if you're if you're peering into the past, why not look for the Ark of the Covenant? Find out where that mm-hmm. went. Ark of the 
Yeah, you ever seen I, Indiana Jones? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it supposedly contains the uh, tablets the Ten Commandments were originally etched into. Or maybe okay. a weapon. A holy weapon. The holy hand grenade of Antioch. But, you know, whatever. There's uh, stories you can find about maybe they used it to appear into the future. And, uh, and, and that's how Pope John Paul II averted assassination. Because he knew it was coming. Yeah. There was also some, some, I think, young girls in, I can't remember which South American country that had uh, visions. And they, you know, they, uh, there's a whole thing about that, too, where um, they thought they had three, maybe they had four, but the Vatican wasn't wanting to release what any of these um, predictions were. Hmm. They, they tend to do that about all sorts of stuff. Like keeping uh, other other books that they chose to not put in the Bible, like uh, some really interesting ones, like like the inf- the infancy gospel of Thomas, where there's stories about uh, Jesus killing kids when he's a kid. Oh, yeah, kind of interesting, and I don't think it takes away any any stories or lessons that people would get when they read the bible it's um it it adds to it uh kids were just being kids one kid was a tattletale jesus was uh playing by a stream and manipulating the water with his mind so they they just kind of glossed over that but uh and also making these clay birds but you're not supposed to do anything on the sabbath and that counted as work so this kid went and told joseph Jesus's earth dad. Yeah. And he comes down there and is like, what's going on? You're uh, not supposed to be doing anything on the Sabbath. And then Jesus spoke and told the birds to fly away and they became real birds and flew away. And <laughs> um, then he cursed the kid that tattled on him to like wither up and his tree would bear no fruit and his roots would hold no soil or something like that. And the kid like shriveled up like that movie Thinner. Oh no. Yeah. And then another kid as they were walking through town or something like bumped him on the shoulder and scraped his shoulder and so he turned around and cursed that kid and that kid fell over dead and then I forget what Joseph had told him taught him some lesson and Jesus goes oh yeah oh you're right alright uh, lift those curses and those kids were healthy and came back to life mm. did the same to some teachers that were trying to teach them the alphabet and then lifted the curses and they came back to life and so it goes on till the time he's 12 and you see him like mature and everything I just don't understand why that wasn't included. They they say, well, uh, there's no no proof it was written during Jesus' time. Somebody's just writing these stories to to uh, get a rise out of people. I'm thinking, isn't that what all those stories are about then? Yeah. <laughs> What's the definite mm. proof that any of them were from that time? And why'd they mm. only have four Gospels? They were adamant about only having four Gospels included in the Bible, regardless of the fact that uh, there were 12 disciples all of them could write. Jesus himself could write. Mary, mother of Jesus, could write. Mary Magdalene could write. But they're just like, nah, ignore all those. We want just four. Who cares about the other ones? Hmm. Why would we want words written directly from Jesus himself if we could have words written by his disciples? You know, secondhand accounts of what Jesus said. Why would you want the firsthand accounts? So exclude all that. Why... Why include the stuff where Jesus 
talks about outer space, like space. Mm-hmm. Space. <laughs> space. Because at the time they didn't understand it. And it's just a bunch of hooey or whatever. And so it can't be real. The story tells Jesus talking about uh, celestial bodies and space. And it's only now that we understand what's out beyond uh, the earth. And we're like, oh, hmm. God, Jesus knew about space. <laughs> but whatever. You know, they hide all sorts of crap. Uh, and some of it's not so hidden. Like, you know, that, that snake room or whatever it's called. The, uh, uh, oh, what is it? The Paul the Sixth uh, audience hall. Yeah, Paul the Sixth audience hall. Paul the Sixth audience hall. Yeah, it's got this big elaborate piece of art from the 70s that is supposed to show Jesus rising up from uh, a nuclear explosion. Like, who's nuking Jesus? Well, I, I was thinking about, uh, you know, Jesus in space. Like, wouldn't that be like a great comic book? Yeah, actually, it would. I think it would be great. Um, I'd oh, there, oh, there, oh, there is a, there is a, oh, there is a book. Jesus in space, second chance tour. Oh, by, the second chance tour, huh? <laughs> by Mike Phoenix. That sounds like something uh, the band would do. Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, pursuing the secret of his identity, his true identity in book two of the Jesus Space in Space trilogy. Jesus confronts the founders of the world's great religions, tends bar in the Northwest, and struggles to redeem a fallen angel in deadly gamble to save the lives of his crew and the destiny of the human race. Oh, that that seems like a fun book. Jesus in space. Jesus in space. I'd but then, it. yeah, uh, who's nuking Jesus? Yeah, I agree, Serpent, in the chat room. Um, uh, who is who's, nuking Jesus? <laughs> who's nuking Jesus? Yeah, I mean, it's called the resurrection is what the, the piece of art is called. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's odd, to say the least, especially considering how the room's layout looks like the face of a serpent. Like a viper. It does. Yeah. Fangs and all. And that's also strange, because you know that was purposeful. The design of that room was very purposeful. Pierre Luigi Nervi is the one that uh, designed the room. And so he, hmm. he had all sorts of stuff in mind. When he made it, including letting in light. I found a picture. Um, is this from it? Here. I'm looking at... Um, well, that's the Jesus in Space book. Oh, no. There's another link. I just oh. dropped it in the yep, chat. Yep, that's the one. Of course, it's that's got a picture of an alien on there. Oh, cool. Well, I guess they're trying... I guess in this photo, they're just trying to compare this to an alien face, but kind of looks like a reptile, like the actual um, being... Or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Oh, now I can't find it. Uh, where it was talking about the reason the architect had for the ceiling. Where it's letting in a lot of light. Oh, yes. When this discretion is considered, the decision to create a translucent ceiling in the hall is entirely logical. 
Nervi intended the hall to exist in the same lighting conditions as the neighboring plaza. His, his ceiling of perforated ferro-cemento becomes an abstracted sky of sorts. Ultimately, he wanted to break down the distinction between the two forms of papal audiences. Mm. In the audience hall, heads of state and other prominent figures are exposed to the same sky as the average person in St. Peter's Square. <laughs> this profound sense of place in Nervi's project serves as an equalizer in this sense. It challenges the notions of class or status in relation to religious faith. Sure it does. Hmm. Interesting. Sure it does. It is interesting, to say the least. It's, um, it's one of those things where the imagery just on the surface doesn't look good as in as in the opposite of evil it doesn't look good you know it it has a scary quality to it and like a an ominous threatening quality yeah yeah so it's it's really weird i have a a clip from a video that i finally got off the other computer and this was from uh, 10 years ago about them doing a restoration on it. The Statue of the Resurrection, located in the Vatican's Paul VI Audience Hall, is receiving some restoration work, which is scheduled to finish by December 9th. The statue can often be seen behind the Pope during his general audiences that are held in the hall. October 3rd also marked the 34th anniversary since the statue was introduced to the hall by its creator, Pericle Fazzini. Fazzini created the statue to show Jesus rising from the crater of a nuclear bomb. The resurrection is made from red bronze and yellow brass and measures 66 feet tall and 23 feet wide. Yeah, interesting. 66 feet tall and 23 feet wide. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty big. Yeah, it is. Covers a lot of ground. And air is going up, too. What was the date? Let me play this again. Hold on. The Statue of the Resurrection, located in the Vatican's Paul VI Audience Hall, is receiving some restoration work, which is scheduled to finish by December 9th. The statue can often be seen behind the Pope during his general audiences that are held in the hall. October 3rd also marked the 34th anniversary since the statue was introduced to the hall by its creator, Pericle Fazzini. Fazzini created the statue to show Jesus rising from the crater of a nuclear bomb. Okay, well, 34th. And I said October 3rd. Yeah? Hmm. The statue can often be seen behind the Pope during his general audiences that are held in the hall. October 3rd also marked the 34th okay. anniversary. Yeah. Hmm. October 3rd. So, if it was the 34th anniversary, when was this video put out? Oh, yeah. October 7th of 2011. Oh, wow. And you posted in the chat room this uh, PDF, uh, like, with the schematics of the building. Mm-hmm. And, wow, there's some interesting... Uh, just angles of uh, throughout the main space of uh, of this of this building, the reflected roof pane, neat, yeah. translucent. That's cool. Cool. I'll drop that in the show notes. Oh yeah, that. Oh, the uh, PDF I put in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 
I mean, that's not in the basement or anything, but mm-hmm. still over the Vatican. And it's strange. Yeah, it is strange. Did you know they have an astronomical observatory in uh, Arizona? No. Yeah. Um, it is, let me uh, bring it up. It's over, uh, oh, by uh, the campus of whatever university that is. Mm. Oh, is it like a dome? Well, that's a, that's, that is an observatory. Yes. Oh, uh, let's see. Mysterious astronomical observatory in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, there's an article, this interesting article here from, uh, popular science. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's very little mention of, um, the, the, uh, Vatican observatory. It's in Safford, Arizona. But, uh, oh, did you uh, link it in the chat room? Oh, I can. Yes, uh, it's so they're <clears throat> they're making sure you know that it uh, definitely doesn't um, have anything to do with uh, with the Vatican. Sure, but it's right next door to their observatory. This is a telescope that they've nicknamed Lucifer. It's the large binocular telescope, near infrared. Utility with camera and integral field unit for extragalactic research. And, and they go, well, let's just call it Lucifer. Because oh. <laughs> the name Lucifer means morning star, which is the planet Venus. But it's, uh, yeah, there for the University of Arizona. Ah, uh, so I see that they took large utility camera integral, integral uh, field unit. Ex- extra galactical uh, research. Yeah, they lumped uh, some things as like one word, like large binocular telescope near infrared is one thing. Then utility with camera and yeah, right. Integral field unit. Mm-hmm. Extra galactic research. <laughs> that's why they call it Lucifer. And that's why they call it Lucifer. Lucifer is part of the Large Binocular Telescope, which happens to be right next to the Vatican Observatory on Mount Graham in Safford. That's right. The Vatican has an observatory in Arizona manned by Jesuit astronomers. Now its next-door neighbor is named for the devil. I think it's... It's not named for the devil, unless that's not a typo. It's named after the devil. When you name something for someone, is like in honor of them. Like here, I named this plant Carolyn, or whatever. I named Maybe it that's, for you. Oh, thanks. Maybe that's what they uh, they were trying to do. They're naming it for the devil. Maybe maybe, maybe so. this is a maybe they're not, trying to not like, a mistake. Well, yeah, maybe they're trying to find like the back door into heaven or something. Yeah. In Germany, they wouldn't have the same hesitation that Americans would have, since it's very sec- since. It's a very secular country. I may be completely off, but that's just my hunch. For us Germans, Lucifer just sounds cool. It's more historical yeah. than emotional, <laughs> says a German. <laughs> and they know how to, uh, you know, separate their emotions from things, don't they? Mm. You know, when it comes to just following orders and whatnot. No emotional there. Totally separated from my emotions. Ah, Germans. 
Dude, what the fuck is wrong with German people? See? I don't know. It's interesting. And just interesting. It's not in the basement, but it could be. Could be. You could have an observatory in your basement. You wouldn't see much. No, you just observe what's in the basement. <laughs> the killer. Maybe the call's the coming from in the house. <laughs> Hello, Sydney. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe we have some callers who observe th- some things in the in the basement. Oh, probably. And then the shit is going to hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. How'd you get my number? I'm unlisted. West time is best time, said the government officials, stroking their pocket watches until completion. Oh. <laughs> that was the long version of that clip. My bad. I, uh, that's not what I intended to play. Th- it was this. Go all apeshit throwing poop at the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Wham! Yeah! 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 Uh, yeah. What's in yeah. the basement? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a game of Clue. Uh, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it's true. Like With a the candlestick. Murder mystery. Like what's in the basement? Dun, dun, uh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I think it's Doctor. What's Mustard. in my basement? A lot yeah, of what's shit. It? Mm. Oh, a lot okay. Of shit. Like what? Toys. In my basement. Um, there's records that uh, I've only been compiling a collection of them to send to somebody uh, that hosts a podcast called Hawk Story uh, for <laughs> quite a while now. Uh, Am I supposed to give you my address? Shit gets in the way. Shit. Uh-huh. Shit gets in the way. Shit in my basement gets in the way. No, not mm. really. Real life got in the way. Shit in my real life got in the way. <laughs> uh, sending those. Got a collection though. Hmm. Okay. Compiling. I got a even got a box. You got a box issue. Problem with a my box. box. Uh oh. Um other stuff in my basement? Mice, uh, recently. Uh, oh no. This time of year I they get it into my garage. Weird and then if you Sorry. leave that door open for a little bit too long, they get down there. I got, I've gotten two. Uh I haven't got anymore so i'm kind of hoping that's the uh the total amount i will get this year uh mm-hmm. other years that have been worse when i come home and uh open my garage door because it's always my garage that they get into and then if the door from the garage into the house is open they get in there but uh in the past, I've come home and you open the garage door, and then the door into the house is like wide open, like swinging because the uh, the wind was so fierce, uh, and then my weather stripping sucked, which I redid last year, uh, and it's oh, yeah. been staying closed more, so uh, don't have that issue uh, as much. But I still had two get in. Uh, one looked to be pregnant, so I'm glad I took. Uh, that fat bitch out. Uh, <laughs> uh, not a nice thing to say, but uh, whatever, fat bitch, you're dead. Um, <laughs> not gonna populate my basement with mice. Oh In no! Poker. In the smoker. I'm glad you you your basement is not being populated by uh, a litter of mice. Is is it correct to say a litter of mice? I think you can I'm say going. That. I think I'm going to say that. Um, yeah. But thank you. Thank you, Ned. Ned. 
Nutnud. I appreciate that. Oh, bitch. <laughs> sure. Um, I had a question for him. How do you have room for anything else? <laughs> Except for I the uh, adult toys. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. That's um, what I was well, wondering. That's what I was wondering. That's a. Uh, Netnet also had a follow up, though. Oh, he did. Okay, great. Yeah. He sure did. You're killing me. Next caller. Same caller. Uh. Hey. I hope uh, I waited a little bit of time, so I hope you don't play this right after my last call. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I won't then. I will play the next call. Hey, my favorite thing to do uh, to do in yeah. the basement is... Uh, okay. To do? Well, I get this holiday drink, like I get eggnog. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I, I pick it up and I put it to my lips like I'm about to drink it. But then I just lips take it away little. and I put the cap back on. And then a little bit later, I uh, take that eggnog and I take the cap off. And I put it to my lips, and I almost drink it, but then I just put it back away instead. And just like three or four times throughout the day, uh, building the anticipation. Until finally, when no one's around, I go into the basement, and I take this. And I uh, take the cap off, and I put it on my lips. And then I guzzle it down. I call it eggnog. Eggnog, yes! (laughs) We all know about eggnog. Very pale and very wet. Caller, I was feeling that edge nog. <laughs> oh, for great. sure. Yep. That does not get a man hard or a woman wet. <laughs> Is it so we can play the rest of NetNet's voice. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. And thank you, caller, for the uh, edge nog. What's the etymology of the word nog? Um. I don't know, but you know what? Um, I am. Uh, I I've had two different uh, eggnogs, and oh, I'm going it? to get a di- a third eggnog. And um, is one I of them like this? Very hot and awfully wet. I haven't had it uh, warm or hot. I should say I've only had it cold. Uh, I have made because the eggs. No, you can drink. Drink eggnog hot. I, I've just never done it before, and I, and um, I I've had uh, I've had it um, with French toast. That's delicious. Um, and so it was. So it was. Yeah, yeah. Here's but a- I'm keeping a I'm keeping a log of my eggnog. <laughs> An egg log. An egg eggnog log. A nog log. A nog log. That's it. Disgusting t- sounding com- combination of words. Nog log. Fletcher, I I take I take my nog log very seriously. Okay. I don't doubt that. I, I want to hear the rest. I want to hear the rest of Ned's voicemail. My log saw something, something significant. Is that a is that a rib about my nog nog log? I would never rip on your nog log. <laughs> no, don't do that. It's my nog log. Come on then. My take it very seriously. <laughs> I'll do the talking. Dark. Okay. That was not what I thought it was. Netnet's follow-up voicemail that we didn't totally play after his first one. Totally not. You're hurting me! Yeah! Uh. Uh-huh. I hope uh, 
I waited a little bit of time, so I hope you don't play this right after my nope. last call. We didn't. Uh, we totally didn't. Whatever. Fletcher whatever. Won't be able to read my mind. Sure. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> what am I thinking right now? Hey, yeah. What do you? Fletcher. What is he thinking right now, Fletcher? Uh, You're right. Elton John. Yeah, should totally fucking um, uh, cover Metallica anyways, songs. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking back. One of the most essential uh, components of your basement is a uh, sump pump, depending on where you live. Yes. So there's always a yes. sump pump in your basement. Water no, mitigation. Sump pump. Especially if you live next to uh, or close to a great lake. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some great lakes around. So there are, yes. Water table. Uh, mm-hmm. That is uh, a little bit high, and then you got to have a sump pump in case... Like uh, excessive amounts of groundwater in the form of rain or precipitation falls yes, or right. melts, uh, mm-hmm. then the stupid pump pumps it out of your yep. basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, your basement floods, uh, yes. which is a common problem. But we also have yes. a lovely problem with basements here that uh, ones that are hooked into a uh, sewage system. No, flood, and then it yeah, that's the worst. Floods, uh, nice, lovely sewage back into your basement. Uh, ah. you have a, a little uh, poo poo palace in your basement. Uh, no, always, uh, interesting predicament. Uh, everything down there is covered in. Um, that's what you call an old fashioned uh, mud puddle. Sewage. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, you want to hook that That's up into uh, uh, the storm drain. In the basement, in the smoker. In the smoker, in, Ned. In, in, the sto- in the smoker. And uh, thank you powerful. for the... We, I appreciate Ned Ned's call, a second call, talking about water mitigation. And yeah, sump I'm pumps. sure that is a, uh, excellent. a hassle. Absolutely. But what you need is the power of plants. I've always believed in the power of plants. Always. I'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself a sump pump, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I was legally permitted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> another thing that might be in a basement is a clock mm-hmm. or two. Maybe two clocks. Big clocks, small clocks, hard clocks, and tall clocks. Yep. Yeah. It could be. You got clocks in your basement? No, I don't need them. I got my phone. I got my, I got, I got my computer. And you also got, uh, adult toys. Oh, and, uh, I also have uh, the window so I can stick my head out the window and look at where the sun is. And that's how I can also tell time. Japanese brains exited Japanese heads. Can, can you do that? Can you tell the time by looking at the sun? I mean, when it's noon and I can... I can gauge it how long uh, how long we have left till till sundown. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I'm bang on with the time, and Bang-a-rang, then I find out what Peter. time. And then sometimes I find out what time it is when I look at the <laughs> look at where the sun is. Like, oh yeah, I'm good. Are you I know like what Alex Jones, uh, where you tell the time before you even look at your phone? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Does Alex Jones do that too? Oh, he does. That's cool. See. You, um, and maybe it's because I don't know. Some people are observant. Some people aren't. I don't know. I think I'm. I, I am pretty observant where where the sun is. Well, so that if I got lost solar, in the forest, I would know where the. I know where, what time it is. That's that fun. solar observation is the uh, 
the basis of these clips I have here. Oh, cool. See, I didn't even know that. Isn't, nope. that, isn't that great? Yes. Yes, um, there's a, the first one is short. The Japanese used to see time differently, and when European clocks entered Japan, Japanese brains exited Japanese heads. Yeah. So let me let me let this guy tell you about Japanese. Was time. that was the first clip the same guy, or was the that same just a fun what? clip? I don't know the guy that you're going to be playing. Oh or yeah, was that? yeah. No, it's it's this. Uh, I was confused. Oh, okay. I, I guess I didn't tell you I was playing clips. No, you did. I just didn't. I thought that was just a throwaway one, and then it was. Oh, okay. oh, my bad. Because I have been sprinkling in those clips. That's why. Yeah, yeah. So I was how, really how wasn't sure. How dare you be confused? <laughs> I really this, wasn't uh, sure. This is a channel on YouTube called Linfamy. Okay. This was an interesting video that just popped up, and I wanted to share it. And so here's more explanation about what he means by Japanese time. They thought these foreigners were hella whack. Having 24 hours in one day seems a bit excessive. How do you have room for anything else? Traditionally, the Japanese saw time like this. Two things. Repeat after me. Day hours were day different hours from night different hours, from night and the hours. length of the hours the changed the hours throughout changed the year. Throughout they split the, the day into 12 hours, six for daytime, six for night. Each hour had a cute little animal associated with it, and that's why Japan has been making cute animals ever since. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, depending on the time of year, that depends on how long the hours are in in a day or night. Mm -hmm. uh, it goes on. The Japanese had six equal day hours and six equal night hours. And the day hours had a different length from the night hours, which was all well and good until you realize that the length of day and night changed depending on what time of the year it was. For example, in summer, the days are long and the nights short, and the Japanese hours followed suit. A day hour in Japan was anywhere from 76 to 156 modern minutes, depending on whether you asked in December or June. They rang bells to announce the time. Each hour had a number of strikes to go with it. Starting at midnight, you had nine bell tolls, we'll call it nine o'clock, and the number went down 87654. Then at noon, it went back to nine, then it repeated. Dawn always happened at six o'clock, and dusk happened at the other six o'clock. The day started and ended at six, because six moved to whenever dawn and dusk happened. It was a fact of the world, just as true and natural for the Japanese as trees having leaves and vending machines having adult toys. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, that they, that it start, started and stopped. I can see it being, because that would make sense with, with the six, six o'clock being like the, the time where that should split. Yeah. Because the after six would be when the sun you know really goes down yeah i guess now the the sun well the sun goes down a lot earlier right now um but then after what december i i know well after what december 31st or late december the solstice january yeah it's the solstice from like the you know 21st somewhere around in there yeah Average. yeah and then it changes yeah. Back to back to closer to five five o'clock, and then eventually six o'clock, and then when the um, uh, summer or spring equinox, it it uh, we have start to get longer days. Now, who do you think benefits the most from this uh, way of measuring time? They'll um, tell you. Okay. Farmers who needed enough light to go out into the fields to work on watching for samurai coming to steal their shit. 
That too. Oh yeah, for sure. And the whales. What about the whales? I'd be concerned about the whales. Yeah. They're bigger than they're bigger than ninjas. And they could Truth. beach themselves. And they used to be land your, animals, so And they could beach themselves on the farm and then what are you gonna do with all your rice? Yeah. Uh here's another one that talks about how they how they were able to tell time before watches, you know. People took time seriously, especially in the Edo period. The city of Edo was huge. It had more people than any loser European city. Before watches, the Japanese didn't carry them around to tell the time. Instead, Japanese towns and cities had networks of public bells, like school bells, but for life. They also used other advanced technologies, such as drums and people who walked around smacking things together. <laughs> there you go. That's interesting. Yeah, so the Edo period was... Uh... 1603 to 1867. Oh. Japan was under the rule of the Takugawa Shogunate. Hmm. And the country's 300 regional daimyo. Oh, okay. Daimyo. 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 I don't know. I can't speak Japanese. <laughs> A pretty interesting period anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. But then, you know, Europeans showed up and of course, you know, they thought, hey, we've got the best shit, so... You got to convert to our ways. And so this is interesting how the, the solution the Japanese came up with. Now, although people had foreign clocks, Japan still ran on the traditional system. People needed ways to translate the time they saw on their European clocks into useful Japanese time. Nerds made tables that converted Western hours into Japanese hours depending on the season, but it was a pain to carry these tables around everywhere. So people came up with another solution. Do the calculations in your head. At the beginning of the year, each Japanese day hour was about two Western hours plus four minutes. If you start at a Japanese nine o'clock, that was a Western zero o zero. Japanese eight was a Western two o four. Japanese seven was a Western four o eight. And that's just one season. There were 24 seasons, each one with a different number of minutes to add. Now you might think that this math would have been complicated for people to do in their heads. So you're probably not Asian. People got used hmm. to it and just did the conversion in their heads, earning approving nods from their parents. There you go. They just well, did the calculations in their head. Wow. So noon would be 9.08, or midnight would be 9.08. It just depends. Like he said, it, it oh. depends on the time of year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm That's, sure I could figure it out if, if, I, if, I, had, if I grew up that uh, Yeah, that if you were time. Asian. <laughs> well if i if i was there true that's that's interesting but of course if um uh if if the people really uh have their own way of doing things you can always trust government to just come along and make it better for you you know yeah yeah. In 1873, the government saw how this foreign idea of time was invading the country, opposing Japanese thought. The traditional time system was working fine, and it had been a part of Japan for most of the country's history. So the government said, well, that's probably enough time, and dumped hmm. the traditional system. There you go, yeah. Hmm. That's probably enough. It's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, and that's, that's the end, you know, that's after the end of um, uh, the Edo period. Going into, oh, whatever it was they went into next, uh, Bakumatsu or Bakufu. I remember those Japanese lessons of Baka. Oh, yeah, Baka. <laughs> Which, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, 
Do I still have those clips? Oh, I don't think so. Sad. Hmm. Real sad. Oh, yeah. I miss those now. Yeah. Hmm. You see, Japanese penis so small. So small. You Americans have such humongous, bulbous penis. Baka. Baka. Uh, final clip here. Uh, this is just, uh, people just get used to shit. The public had to wrap their heads around not viewing time in relation to the beginning and end of the day. Eventually, people forgot about the old system. The first European clocks had arrived 300-400 years earlier. People back then probably didn't expect to change their entire concept of time because of it. It was Christians who first brought European clocks to Japan for God. Yeah, you know, for God. God wants you to uh, measure time in this way. Screw you wow. and your natural observations of God's world. Mm. Do it this way. Wow. Imagine changing your entire co time, uh, concept of time, like, it, like your existing concept of time, to uh, a completely different one. Yeah, and then eventually everybody has forgotten about the other one. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Oh, thank you for showing me that. That's interesting. I didn't know that. It's... um. It, and it's an entertaining video. And I don't know if you noticed, uh, all of those clips were lacking in background music or well, silly sound right. effects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which made it huh. a pleasure to clip. That's good. Nice. Indeed. Sorry, boss. Six o'clock came late today. <laughs> do we have any more voicemails or anything else? Oh, boy, do we. Oh, hit me with a voicemail. Oh. Hey -o. Yeah! Hey -o. Joe Biden said come and most of them come with a phone number. You're killing me, next caller. Yeah. Oh, we played that one already. Okay. Hey, uh, you're asking hey. what's in the basement. Yeah, what well is? Yeah. if you're in Washington DC and it's a pizza place, we all know what's in the basement. Bye. Oh Adult Toys. Oh, oh my goodness. That's what's in there. Adult toys. I see. Yep. That was a shorty. You got it another was a one? fact of the world. Yeah. I do. Actually. You're hurting me! What's in the basement? Mm-hmm. Yes. Clearly all those... Clearly, what? it's Windows trying to not mm -hmm. tell me what to say. <laughs> it's, uh, all those yes. settings that Windows didn't want you to have. Yeah. I know. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's true. I think they hung up, but it continues on for another 40 seconds of silence. Oh, oh dear. Okay. Eh. It was a fact of the world. Oh, my goodness. Windows hates us all. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, caller. Windows forsaken you. And me. I think he was referring to my, uh, my woes. Ah. Oh, I mean, I know it's not yes. always about me, but maybe it was. Could all be. about me. <laughs> and um message for that caller you wanna bump me like an animal yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> nice Ow! always good to hear a caller that's excellent thank you thank you caller. thank you do me do me do me do me <laughs> excellent yeah, sure. <laughs> you should see me when I let my hair down. 
And so it was. And so it was. So it was. That's right. And it was. It was a it was a fun episode of Hog Story today. Yes, it was. Episode 329. Next Monday will I'm be 330. 330. And after that, 333. Well, 332 right is in between. Be prepared. But be prepared for 333. Yes. We are breaking in the new year with Adam Curry as a guest on episode 333. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have Adam Curry on episode 333. So I'm going to go this- crazy right now. Go all apeshit throwing poop at the walls. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i just did yeah it's we're gonna be very it's gonna be very exciting i'm counting well, thank you counting down the time stroking their pocket watches until completion yeah it's gonna be great well yeah. we had a great great time episode 329 i'm so fine and uh and if you have gotten any value from this show and i uh, this show means something to you um you can give value back. Uh, you can go to hogstory.com. Oh, I was about to say. How can you do that? Visit our website. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, hogstory.net slash donate. Yeah. And uh, you, you can boost us about it. by going to uh, a new new podcasting uh, podcast 2.0 app. Go to newtopodcastapps.com. And uh, we will ba- we'll be back on Monday. Monday. And uh, I have been Carolyn. And I've been Fletcher finally over my Microsoft Windows woes. Yeah, you got value from the show. Give it a little value back. We get value from you in so many different ways. And um, we appreciate all of it. Thank you guys for your sponsorship. Thank you. Yes. And uh, just help us out. Keep the show going. Uh, continue this journey with us. Uh, we're making the show better. And it's all, all thanks to you. And thanks to you too, Carolyn. Oh, thank you, Fletcher. And uh, thank you to you. Well, thank you. And we've <laughs> been thinking ourselves as just one big thank fest. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm just here thanking thanking away. Uh, I've been Fletcher, and until next Monday, all I can say is adios, mofos. Adios. Japan has been making cute animals ever since. Hold on, I'm coming. Adult toys. Thank you, everybody. Not true, you dumb idiot. Point of personal privilege. Big clocks, small clocks, hard clocks, and tall clocks.